Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Spring is officially here, even though you actually can't tell by this like weird post-blizzard weather we're having here in New York City. But weather aside, it is officially the start of wedding season. I don't know about you guys, but my calendar is totally filled up with bachelorette parties and weddings all summer long as basically everyone I know continues to get married. When it comes to wedding season, being a bride isn't necessarily the hardest part. Being a bridesmaid is a big deal too and can be a lot of pressure, although I have a biased perspective on this because always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Anyway, there are plenty of OMG moments that happen behind the scenes of a wedding, and we are going to talk about those moments today. I'm Elisa Benson. This is Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour podcast, and today we are talking about bridesmaids' confessions. Joining me in the studio today is Cosmopolitan.com's sex and relationships editor, Haley McMillan. Hi, Haley. Hi, Elisa. Great to be here. And you, is this, do you... Does your reputation precede you? Is it true that you've never been a bridesmaid? I have never been a bridesmaid. I can't wait to hear about what I have to look forward to. You have so much to learn. Yeah. So much to learn. Um, number one, you can never wear the dress again. Don't believe Got what people it. Tell you. Wow. Okay. Cardinal rule. Cardinal rule. Yeah. Also, um, joining Haley and I in the studio today is a very special guest. She created the business Bridesmaid for Hire and is the author of an Amazon bestselling book, All My Friends Are Engaged. Plus, she has a new book out now called Always a bridesmaid for hire. Welcome, Jen Glantz. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for coming in. I'm super excited. And so, Jen, for I have like read all about your business on Cosmo and elsewhere. Um, you're all you're an internet star. Um, but for people who aren't familiar, tell us what you do and what it means to be a bridesmaid for hire. Sure. So I started bridesmaid for hire about two and a half years ago after all of my friends got married and I was always the bridesmaid. So I figured why not turn this into a business and do it for complete strangers. Posted an ad on Craigslist. The ad went viral. I had hundreds of responses from people all over the world who wanted to hire me. So simply put, as their bridesmaid for hire, I'm their on-call therapist, their personal assistant, their social director, and their peacekeeper because I have never been to a wedding when there wasn't a a ton of drama happening. <laughs> so you are the perfect person to talk about bridesmaids. Oh, yes. And like, and even though these, these people are like, I, well, I would actually imagine, so you're the person, you're the professional who is then, you've been hired to sort of in some ways keep the peace and oh, keep yeah. everything. So you get to be like an observer of all the drama. You are an observer and you become the main character in it. Like all of a sudden their drama becomes your drama and my job is to put an end to the drama. So you have to think on your toes. You can't take anything personally, including Bridezilla's yelling in your face. And sometimes you have to break up fist fights, which is really scary for someone like me who has the muscles of a five-year-old. <laughs> there actually been a fight that you've had to break up between oh, yes. between bridesmaids? Not even between bridesmaids, but also between wedding guests. I mean, you would oh, be shocked. I, I think my problem with weddings, and I do love weddings, but I also hate them, is that they're so unnatural. You should never have everybody you know in the same room. Like, it's a cause for disaster. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good point. Normally, yeah. if it's like too many people you know in one social setting, that's like disaster oh yeah 
Yeah, it's like we all do kind of that. You yeah. keep your like social groups a little separate. And definitely your family. Your family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, exactly. the family part. Don't let those like, don't let my family near anyone I know. <laughs> um, just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> um, but Jen, with um, are there any sort of like common themes that you notice in the drama? Like, it, I feel like it's always, I have two sisters that are married and I feel like my mom like sort of had a meltdown before. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's always like a mom mm-hmm. meltdown. Oh, like, yeah. are there other sort of like, like guaranteed things that go wrong (laughs) of course and the first one is that when the bride asks her friends to be bridesmaids she doesn't tell them what she wants them to do so it's Mm. all unknown it's all up in the air and bridesmaids get pissed off because a they're not sure what to do b they're told how much money to spend when nobody in this world should tell you how much money to spend on anything and c they feel like they're not their voice isn't heard so if they can't afford something they don't want to do something they feel like they have to go with the flow and all of those things is a recipe for disaster it's an equation that makes people resentful of the bride so I think the money aspect is something that like comes up again and again and again with everyone who's ever been a bridesmaid because I don't know what the latest like statistics are but you know we just sort of know anecdotally like if you're traveling to a bachelorette party if you're buying lingerie for that gift if you're also buying something for a bridal shower if you're also traveling to the wedding I mean that's several hundred dollars minimum that you're kind of committing to right out the gate but like is there anything you can do about that like oh yeah what do you do? The average bridesmaid spends, I think, over $1,000, which is absolutely crazy because when you're a bridesmaid once, chances are you're a bridesmaid a couple more times that year. So that could be three, five, six thousand dollars $6,000 you spend on somebody else, which is wild. Uh, but you can say no. I don't know why this has been such a social norm of ours that when someone asks us to be a bridesmaid, we agree to everything they say. If the bride is asking you to buy a dress you can't afford, you can voice your opinion. If she's having a bachelorette party somewhere far away and you can't go, Say you can't go. I mean, we have to stop being scared of this these brides and just stand up for ourselves. And there really is nothing wrong with that. People it, just don't do it. And do you find that one of the things when you're sort of playing the bridesmaid for higher role, do you find that you are sort of working through a lot of those conversations with brides? Definitely. So a lot of times brides hire me not because they don't have friends, but because they already have five or ten bridesmaids, but they don't know how to communicate with them. Right. They find it very mm-hmm. awkward to be like, uh, can you do this for me? Can someone plan this for me? So I step in as that bridesmaid liaison. I take the info from the bride, pass it to the bridesmaids. I plan the things their friends are not capable of planning or don't want a plan and I help everyone set a budget so that nobody's mad at anybody because on the wedding day if they are everybody in the room will feel it and I think it's you know Jen I think you've obviously been really successful with this business and in some ways it's like even though you were the first person to only do this and I don't know maybe other people have now tried to like copycat you but you were the original the original bridesmaid for hire but in some ways it's a bit of a no-brainer because it's very common for brides to hire like a day of coordinator or a wedding planner and I think it's interesting how with all the sort of um, money and planning that goes into being a bridesmaid that that's just sort of assumed it will actually be another responsibility that kind of falls on the bridesmaids themselves. Sure and why I started this is because when I went to my friend's wedding I realized there was nobody there whose job it was to be there for the bride and that was ridiculous. I mean a wedding planner isn't there for the bride. She plans the wedding and the bride's friends they're getting their hair done, flirting with groomsmen, getting drunk at the open bar. Nobody's there to help the bride pee in her wedding dress when she's drunk and needs someone to lift up her dress. So all those things made me realize 
realize, wow, there needs to be somebody professional there to help out the bride and her bridesmaids. And so how many weddings have you been to in your life? Wow. So I've worked with over 65 clients through this job. So I've been to a lot of weddings. Uh, Sometimes I'd work two weddings a weekend. So I'm flying cross country to work as a professional bridesmaid, uh, which gets crazy. Wow. And what have been the biggest sort of trends that you've noticed with bridesmaids, you know, sort of recently? I've noticed that bridesmaids are starting to really wear what they want to wear. So instead of having to wear a matchy matchy outfit, which I think is ridiculous. I mean, again, there's no other time when you tell your friends you have to wear this identical dress out to a club right that like is not I always think about that it's I the other thing that actually I don't know why I can't talk today but the other thing that drives me crazy that I feel like people never do in anywhere except wedding world is like walk with a bouquet with a bouquet of flowers in your hands first of all and walk that slow down an aisle the whole thing is just so unnatural and can we talk about tossing the bouquet like why is that even still a thing why should you bring every single person in the circle of the room and laugh at them as they fight for a a bouquet of flowers okay I actually like that one because I like cheesy things about like being like am I gonna be the one married next okay so, I'd rather yeah. them toss like chocolate or something else but like dried flowers that's such like a hopeless way to think yeah. about love I don't Jen, know. what I think is so hilarious is that you're talking about all these conventions as ridiculous yes. so I feel like this job has given you this outsider's observer's perspective yes. on all of these things are there like things that you want for your own wedding if you want to have one that you've learned by doing this or things that you absolutely don't want I'm so curious to hear about that it's too. so funny because before this I never planned the, my dream wedding like I was never one of those little girls that was like I want roses and a white dress I just wanted to find a guy uh, and I think after going to all these weddings I realized I don't want any of this I don't find the purpose of any of this and when you go to enough you start to question you know why are they walking down the aisle why is the bride wearing white why does she have an engagement ring like why are all these things happening and then when you can't figure out a realistic answer to them you start to say to yourself well if I get married why throw out 50 grand on a party that I don't even understand that why I'm doing what I'm doing Mm -hmm. Uh, so in my mind I would keep it completely simple I want a live band and pizza like really cheap greasy pizza and that's it and of course, like a, like a good person to get married to. Sounds like a good to. night out in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a really good point. And it's, I've actually heard that sentiment echoed by other friends I have that sort of like work as wedding photographers or have other, you know, when you go to so many of these things, um, I think you, and again, I say this as a person that like loves weddings. I, I think I'd be a good professional bride. You would. Actually. You're hired. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to join you. I'm going to apply. But um. I love going to weddings, but I do think it's true that a lot of people that seem to go to them professionally sort of, you know, you end up sort of getting this perspective of like, everyone does the same old thing. Sure. Like, Mm -hmm. and the cost, I mean, Mm. it's just so expensive. Yeah, and when you're a bride, I mean, hopefully it's the first or second time you're ever getting married. So you've only been to one or two of your own weddings. But for me, as this professional bridesmaid, I'm up close and personal with so many brides that I feel in a weird, crazy way, like I'm getting married 65 different times. Right. And because of that, I take a step back and I'm like, you know, what really matters? A good relationship. Everything else around you wastes the money and time sometimes. Yeah. So it's made you less of a believer in weddings and more of a believer in love. It has. I mean, not even in love 
love. It's made me start to dissect what love is and who the person you should marry is because I've seen people get married for reasons other than love. I write about it in my book, a very weird situation where uh, a bride pulled me aside the day before her wedding and told me the guy she's marrying is gay. (sighs) And nobody else knew he's gay, but they had an agreement as to why they're getting married. And that's something that's very common. People don't always talk about it, but a lot of brides who have hired me have sat me down and told me reasons they're getting married that don't involve that four-letter word. Yeah. I think aside from the people that can articulate their reasons, which is really amazing, and everyone should go out and buy your book to read all of those juicy stories, but you must also have a sense of just like seeing all these couples on their the most you know important day of their relationship. I'm sure you're like, I give them a year, I give them two years. Not with everybody, but like you, I'm sure there's differences you notice between couples who are completely gaga for each other and couples where maybe it's like not that same spark. I oh, don't know. for sure. And I have been in the situation where five minutes before a wedding a bride tells me she hates the groom and doesn't want to do it anymore (sighs) and I've been in a situation where the bride is hysterically crying hyperventilating five minutes before a wedding and I know she doesn't want to do it I've also been in a situation where a bride drank an entire bottle of vodka five minutes before the (laughs) wedding and that is a huge red flag that she also doesn't want to do it oh my god sometimes you can tell just non-verbally and then sometimes there's actions that step in and you're like oh my god this shouldn't be happening have you ever had to literally like shut down a wedding like friends and family like sending you all home yeah so the one where five minutes before she pulls me into a room locks the door and tells me she hates the groom uh she had 300 guests all outside waiting for her and half of them came from africa so that was a huge deal um very long story short i pulled her the groom into the room locked them in a room together and said you have 10 minutes to talk and figure out a solution and she came out and she said okay i'm gonna go through with it but we already know that we're probably not gonna really go through with it uh so they just went through with it for the party but everything went wrong at the wedding like it was an outdoor wedding and it poured it was like torrential downpour her cake flew up in the air and fell on the ground it was like the universe was telling her why the heck are you doing this so many warning signs yeah it's bad that is so crazy so we have some um readers who are sharing their bridesmaids confessions with us cool um so let's go ahead and jump on the phone um with some people that have some more horror stories to share welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it from the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Our guest we have here on the line was a bridesmaid who was caught in the middle of a bridal feud. Welcome, Andrea. If that is your real name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, Andrea. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I am here. Hi. Um, so, Andrea, tell us about, I feel like there's no more, like, I feel like bridal feud is a phrase that makes, like, the hair stand up on the back of every girl's neck. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Uh, so I am the matron of honor for my best friend of like years, years, years since middle school. Um, and she had four other bridesmaids besides myself. And one of them, uh, her name was Katie, was a high school friend of both of ours. And um, they are no longer friends and no longer in each other's weddings. Oh, my gosh. What happened? Yeah. So uh, my friend Lauren, she is the bride. She had a two-year engagement. Uh, they were waiting for her brother to be released from the Marines so he could be there and so they had a long engagement and she picked her bridesmaids we gone bridesmaid dress shopping you know things were pretty set 
And then our friend Katie got engaged, and she set her wedding date for two weeks before Sarah's. Oh, no. Yeah, and then she picked the same venue. Ah. This sounds like that movie. What was it with Anne? Bridewise. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds just like that. Yeah, yeah. Now you guys say that totally it is that same sort of thing okay so you're one of the bridesmaids basically just to recap here she picks a wedding date two weeks before the friend at literally the exact same venue yes okay yes. so I'm assuming this did not go over very well Oh, no, it didn't go over well at all um, so my so Lauren the bride was really upset and um, she tried to be understanding and they just seemed to butt heads um, the thing is, is that there was for me, there was no overlapping guests, so it's not like you have a ton of, you know, friends, high school friends who are all going to go to this and be like, well, that was the same wedding, like, that was weird, and Lauren's point of view was that, well, it takes away the specialness of my day to have to go to Katie's day, that's going to be the exact same thing, and how do I know she's not going to have the same bridesmaid dresses and the same food and and all this stuff and so she got really mad at Katie and yelled at her and Katie said well why I mean my fiance and I have to do what works for us and our family and this is the date that works and there's only so many bridal venues right um and so they Lauren eventually ended up apologizing um but they've been really hot-headed and Katie didn't accept the apology right away and then this is where it gets really good um Lauren made a, a, a meme, or is it mem? I don't know. I have young people. <laughs> yeah. no, no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, she made one of Katie's face, and it was on it. She wrote, when your bridesmaid gets engaged a year after you and married two, two weeks before you. And she oh, sent it no. To the, to the girls, to the bridesmaids. And then oh, no. she got really mad and posted it on Facebook with, like, a picture of Julius Caesar. You know, I like, seen stabbed in the back. Yeah. And, and then it got really bad because one of the other bridesmaids posted the original one with Katie's picture on it in the comments. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to say this sounds like really a dramatic situation to begin with, but it sounds like, both. you know, you can kind of see both sides of the story. And it is true, mm-hmm. like, the date thing gets really hard. But it really feels like this was a situation where social media kind of took this to the next level yeah. of terror. I think it would have been salvageable if it hadn't gone to social media. And uh, honestly, the saddest thing to see was that so many women were jumping on the Lauren side and just ripping into Katie. And, and it got personal, too. Like, well, Lauren, you're so much prettier than her. So who cares? Oh my and gosh. Uh, I mean, you know, we have a ton of personal like friends in common. And uh, like it, it was it made me really upset. I know at one point I had commented on it like it's unfortunate that they have this problem, but it's not we don't need to bring people looks into this, you know, like yeah. we're all grown yeah. women, stop it. Yeah, so, um, Jen, you're our professional in the room. What's your take on this sort of drama? How does this stack up with other dramas you've witnessed? <laughs> I'm sitting here so calm because I'm just like, yep, I've seen this so many times. There's so many weddings where the bridesmaids are not friends with the bride after. In a situation like this, I don't think the girl did anything wrong by booking the same venue and a date two weeks later. That happens. I think when we're planning a wedding, we take everything so seriously. We think that we're the totally. only person in the world yeah. getting married, and mm. that's not the case. No one's gonna copy your every move um but i I think we just we just have this huge guard up and that's why the the term bridezilla exists because we just become this person who's we just take everything so personally right absolutely and i think that also like 
again we we were kind of talking about this andrea before we jumped on the phone with you the idea mm-hmm. of money and how much people spend i just think it's yeah. one of the reasons it becomes so personal because yeah. all of a sudden once you're talking about spending tens oh, of yeah. thousands of dollars it's like you lose mm-hmm. all perspective on the yep. fact that like does it really matter if somebody else's when that you know venue is the same as yours mm-hmm. nobody cares mm-hmm. yeah. so andrea what ended up happening you said um that they're basically no longer friends yeah they're no longer friends um i'm actually friends with katie's maid of honor and Mm. we see each other because we've got kids the same age and play dates and it's kind of that awkward conversation where we're like well we both think this was really stupid but we can't say anything about it you know so right right um, yeah they're not friends i mean they they were friends of 10 years and they don't they don't talk and i think had it not gone to facebook it probably could have been salvaged down the Mm. line right right um, so are, so has this given you any, like, perspective on bridesmaids, do's and don'ts in general, Andrea? You know, I think it's best to just keep your mouth shut. I got married really young, um, so thankfully I don't ever have to worry about, like, you know, all of my bridesmaids were single or they'd been married because they were older cousins. Um, yeah. So I think it's just best to kind of keep your mouth shut. I had to be very careful with my friend that didn't want to, I very much agree with Jen that, that Katie didn't do anything wrong, um, and I, I told my friend that. But you know, you have to be so careful about it because you don't want to. You know, she already cut one girl out. You don't want to be out too. Right. I know she wouldn't have done that to me. But when emotions run so high, you kind of just want to calm things down, and it's it's hard. You got to toe the line. Yeah, and that's so hard for you to sort of be. Even if you weren't fortunately the one kicked out of the wedding, it's really hard to be in the middle. But Andrea, thank you so much for sharing that terrible story with us. So glad we could get some entertainment value out of this horrible thing happening in your life. (laughs) But thank thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. 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 We care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use. Why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea – Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. Lola products are 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about. Unlike major brands, Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, and liners. No BS, no mystery fibers, no more doubts about what's going in your body. Lola products, which I literally have in my purse right now, are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Our subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, your perfect mix of absorbencies, your numbers of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscriptions is super flexible, so you can change, skip, or cancel at any time. You can get 60% off your first order because I always hook you guys up with a deal at mylola.com. That's my, M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter Cosmo when you subscribe. It is time to get to some of your guys' juiciest confessions. Here's what some of you Cosmo girls confess to us about being a bridesmaid. I'm Lindsay and I'm from Washington, D.C. So one of the bridesmaids uh, in a wedding that I was in faked sick at the bachelorette party that we were at so she could stay in our rented apartment in South Beach and bang the quote-unquote butler in the buff that we had hired earlier in the night. And the only reason that we found out that they hooked up was because one of the girls got sick and so we ended up having to go home early from the nightclub only to find this girl and the butler in the buff naked on the balcony. 
I'm Cassie and I'm from Seattle. (laughs) I've been in eight weddings so far as a bridesmaid. So I, you know, I consider myself to be a professional, but even professionals make mistakes. So I got super drunk at a wedding and I happened to be one of the only single ladies and every groomsman was buying me drinks. So I had to, you know, kind of make actively an effort not to slur my toast. I ended up making out in the coat room with one of the groomsmen and ended up being caught by the grandma. And although she was totally on board and said, oh, don't mind me, just get my coat, tripped while I was trying to catch the bouquet, fell on my face, and the mother of the bride drove me home because she ended up being super religious and was trying to protect my virtue. Hi, I'm Jennifer, and I'm from New Jersey. Uh, My friends like to say that I am like 27 dresses because I've actually been a bridesmaid 10 times. Um, But I also have two really uh, fun stories looking back, but they weren't so fun at the time. But um, the first one is I was a bridesmaid to one of my best friends in college. I had flown the day before to her hometown. Uh, We had packed up the car with everything. We were going to be driving about an hour to two to the hotel where the wedding was going to be the next day. We were going to check in, drop everything off, and have the rehearsal dinner. And we were all dressed and ready, makeup on. We're driving down the freeway. And there was some road work being done in the median, in the the median of the freeway in the middle. And uh, a piece of rebar, which is basically concrete with uh, metal in it, flung off of the machines just as we were passing by and smashed through the front window, causing us to crash into the median and be covered in glass. And it could have been super tragic. And I, for one, would have definitely been crying and freaked out. But she was a state trooper in her day job, so she actually remained really calm and cool. And um, it worked out. Her parents had been following us, so we kind of swapped cars and we went on and they took care of that situation. And, um, you know, we were a little late to rehearsal dinner and it was pretty crazy looking back, thinking about how different that could have went. But uh, it was really interesting to see a bride, like, be faced with a really scary moment and just be totally calm and cool and like enjoy her night and have a great rehearsal dinner and then the second one was a friend of mine um was getting married one of my best friends from childhood and she'd been with this guy for years like through college after college I think six seven years and about a month or two before the wedding he got cold feet and decided to call the wedding off which is super sad and we can kind of look back and laugh now because she's happily married now and I was also in that wedding but at the time it was pretty sad for her and it was pretty sad for the bridesmaids not that we would have ever complained because we were just concerned about our friend but we had had already purchased uh, our shoes and dress which were a hideous canary yellow and could really never be used again and uh, we had to kind of eat that because there was no going back the wedding was was uh canceled too late and uh so we have these hideous uh canary yellow uh outfits in our closets my name is jessica i'm from arizona and i hate being a bridesmaid bridesmaids usually suck when the bride's soon-to-be sister-in-laws are crazy and they want to have a good time on the maid of honor's expense aka reserve expensive hotels in vegas and then expect you to pay for them they refuse to split the cost this is for the bachelorette party and then they also billed me for having the bridal shower at their house including the bill was all the decorations they bought as well it was so awful at the wedding i was so over them it was probably hard for the bride because she didn't know the whole story because i didn't want her to feel like she needed to pay for awful sister-in-laws hi my name's emily and i'm from california i really think sleepovers the night before are a bad idea 
Um, one time while the bride-to-be was trying to sleep, some of the bridesmaids got way too drunk, and one of them puked all over the bride-to-be's oh. brand new sofa in her brand new house. We were up until 4 a.m. trying to clean everything up and had to keep it quiet so that we didn't ruin her day. Oh, my God. Jeez. Love it. <laughs> this all sounds so painful. Those sound so painful. Um, one of I want to hear what you guys thought about all of that. But one of those things that actually really stood out to me was this sort of like ranty girl right at the end where she was talking about the money thing. Yeah. And I do feel like that sort of we keep talking about money because I feel like that ends up being such a drama factor for all of these for everyone who's ever been a bridesmaid. But I've seen that like line item after you know bachelor art parties that I've been a part of where it's like the decoration budget and like I get it that stuff really adds up but I do think when you have family involved throwing it it's kind of a it gets a little strange like I'm like I had to pay for the decorations like at your house Mm -hmm. I don't know and you don't really have a say in how the money is used it feels like it's a self-propagating thing too once you've been to enough weddings where you've spent so much money I bet some people at least feel like when it's their turn, they deserve to have the whole crazy thing themselves. And so there's no impetus to slow this madness down because you feel like you're re-getting When it's finally your shot. Exactly. You're getting your losses back. I've gone to 18,000 destination bachelorette parties, so like, we're going to South Beach. I mean, I think the problem is that everyone thinks they have to do what everyone else is doing, but there are no rules that say, to get married, you have to have a bachelorette party and a bride shower and this and this and this like those are all made up you don't have to do any of that half Mm -hmm. the people out there hate going to bachelor parties hate wanting to have one but they have one because they feel like if they don't everyone will say well why didn't jen go to vegas you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um i also agree with the last girl that we heard from that i just like feel like that sleepover the night before which to be fair i feel like isn't super common but i feel like that is just like no some (laughs) brides are like no everyone has to sleep over the night before and i'm like why you know don't you want us to get our beauty rest and not be all yeah. mushed together the night yeah. before the craziness. Yeah. I feel like extreme emotions plus extreme alcohol yes. is a common theme here and yeah. ends in so much disaster. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I also, I feel like we've been sort of talking so much this episode about bridesmaids as kind of the villain, or I'm sorry, the bride is kind of being the bridezilla, the villain, but I felt for that girl who shared the point of view about her friend who called off the wedding. Yeah. And of course, if you're a bridesmaid stuck with a canary yellow dress, like, you're probably out a few hundred dollars and that really sucks of course you can't complain about it because that's nothing compared to you know this life event falling through for a friend but still that I hadn't even really thought about that (laughs) oh for sure and I mean like you said the bride can be the villain but sometimes the bridesmaids are the villain and I've seen it where the bridesmaids become the bridesmaids like zillas and they go crazy and they think it's about them and if their hair isn't done perfectly they freak out and if they're hungry they're like well I'm not walking down the aisle till I eat and you know they take it upon themselves to make the other person's wedding about them and that's a whole other set of drama yeah wait something we haven't talked about in terms of drama that you just (laughs) mentioned is hair yeah why Jen, why are wedding hair and makeup artists always the worst? Oh my god, and they're so expensive. Like I've never yes. paid $150 to get like my hair done ever in my life except for yeah. weddings. Like you can go to any place in the city for $40 and get your hair curled. But yeah. why on a wedding am I paying triple that? Yeah. It's, it's insane. And it always yeah. looks bad. Terrible. It reminds <laughs> me of like bar, bar and bot mitzvahs I went to oh, at 13. Yes. Like oh, it's it's terrible. Terrible bright or terrible prom flashbacks yes. for sure, for sure. Okay, so just to recap, what do you guys feel like you took away from today's 
bachelorette, bridal, bridesmaid, bitch fest. I took away that I never want to be a bridesmaid, and I don't even know if I want to get married, guys. No, no, I hope not. I mean, I know we really dished on being a bridesmaid, but it can be an awesome thing. I mean, there have been positive experiences where I've been a bridesmaid for my friend, and it was such an amazing thing. We had great memories. So it can be good. It can be bad. If you want to make it good, set boundaries, set rules. Don't spend every dollar you have. That is really great advice. And I should also add, I have loved being a bridesmaid. I think it's really fun to sort of be like in the know on a person's like special day versus just being like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm just a regular guest at a wedding, I always feel a little jealous of the girls that are in the special like girl clique. Oh, yeah. So, yes, we focus on the negative, but there are so many great things about being a bridesmaid. And what you said, Jen, about being free to make your own choices and Mm -hmm. not do something just because everyone else is doing it resonates with me so much. So important. Like if you approach it that way, it's going to be more like a party than some kind of mandatory rite of passage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, like, I don't know, I'm 33 years old, which like I feel like there's some feeling that like as you get older that it's like less cool to have bridesmaids or something like that. I am definitely still going to have them someday. Yeah. I'm not going to make them dress alike. But like, yeah, I'm going to definitely have. Also, I have two sisters. So so you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're set. You're set. I'm for sure. I just like have spent my like the problem for me with my wedding will be like finding a man I've spent my entire life <laughs> oh, yeah. so you know I work at Cosmo I'm always surrounded by like cliques of girls and can't imagine mm-hmm, like on my wedding mm-hmm. day not having just like a girl squad oh sure yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, like, the man part to worry about. That's the hardest. <laughs> yeah. That's the important part. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Haley, thank you so much for joining us My today. My pleasure. Thank for you for having me. All your, like, hilarious, amazing <laughs> um, stories that you write every day for the site. And where's the best place for people to tweet at you and ask you to be their bridesmaid? Yes, absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at H-L-M-A-C-M-I-L-L-E-N. That's H-L Macmillan. See you there. And Jen, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experiences at dozens and dozens and dozens of (laughs) weddings. Professional Bridesmaid, um, tell everybody again where the best place for them is to find your book and also where they should follow you on social. Sure. So you can find always a Bridesmaid for Hire at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookstores nearest you. And you can find me on social media at at Jen Glantz, J-E-N-G-L-A-N-T-Z. And as always, I am your host, Adelisa Benson. Tweet me, Instagram me, whatever. Let me know what you want to hear us all talk about on the podcast next week. Um, And as always, please share it and like it and rate it and do all those things that people love to do with podcasts. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.